Hey everyone, it's Alex Reed, your DM and guide to the lands of Manassas. Last we left off, you guys helped Brilla fix her farm, got the pens and enclosures all taken care of, fixed what Alfred had broken on accident. He did come clean to Brilla at the end, asked if you guys would help him finish recovering all the rest of the stones. You guys haven't asked him what the name of the stones were. You just know what the stones are and what they look like. And that's about all you guys have been doing is knowing you're looking for purplish hued stones that uh, suck the life from the area around him. And you guys were headed to Vorgos. Before you guys uh, left the, the Violet Woods, you guys stopped for the night. Took a long rest before moving on to Vorgos, which is about a day's travel from where you're at right now. First, we're going to get into the question of the day here, and uh, where we ask the cast and crew to answer as their character here. Um, so, if your character could have unlimited ice cream for the rest of their life, without gaining weight, no allergies, nothing like that, that's important. which flavor would you eat? Hi, I'm Reggie Morris. I play Brocka Ultim, the Cobalt Artificer. Brocka... Um, would more than likely just have mint flavored ice cream, not like mint chocolate chip, just mint flavored ice cream. Just the mint. Just the mint. <laughs> hmm. I love it. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Jessica Reed. I play Katie, a dragonborn fighter. <laughs> uh, the ice cream choice for Katie would probably be Rocky Road. I just, I feel like. She'd be all about the marshmallows, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Don't know. All about that fluff. <laughs> all right. uh, hi, I'm Alex Groves. I play Agar the Furbolg Druid. Agar's flavor would probably be just plain vanilla. Um, and he'd always be constantly probably adding different berries he found and stuff like that to it and kind of mixing things together. You know, I think he would like to start with just a general base and just do his own. Just a bland base and go from there. Make something different base. every time. I'm sorry. <laughs> Homemade vanilla ice cream by Bluebell is a heavenly delight, asshole. <laughs> okay, Cold Stone. You're going to get canceled in a sec. Okay, man. I'm not, I'm not the one throwing around names. <laughs> That's right. Ooh, oh yeah! Can I? Is there a druid spell that I can freeze something and just get like a piece of slate that I carry with me? You found a new business. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Connor Joiner. I play Brone Iron Man, the Leonin Ranger. Uh, his favorite flavors because he's multi-flavored. Anything, <laughs> anything, uh, chocolate chip cookie flavored or coffee. With actual coffee in it. At the end of the last episode, our party had settled in for a long rest. While most slept calm and peacefully through the night, one of the party was visited in his dreams by the hag. Ebron was unable to escape the hag's words and could not see or chase her before he was abruptly woken up and her words echoed in his head. We pick up there the morning after. <clears throat> So, you guys have taken a long rest. You are all waking up, getting ready. Ebron, you <clears throat> you heard the voice of 
the hag in your head basically tell you that she knows who you're with and where you are and she will see you again. No one else knows about this. It's only Ebrone who has had this. Nobody else had any visions or anything like that. Everybody else had a pretty peaceful sleep. Um, everyone roll a perception check. And um, Ebrone, would you try to... I've forgotten all my stats. Would you try to keep anybody from being able to see what you just went through? Or would you be wearing your emotions on your sleeve? I'd be trying to hide it. Okay, if you're trying to hide it, roll a deception. 16. Okay. Natural 20. Agard rolled a 19. Katie doesn't see shit. (laughs) (laughs) Katie's sleeping. All right, so you feel like something's off with a brone. Something just doesn't seem right this morning, but you're not sure what. You are positive that... Something affected his sleep based on what you go through. You are seeing very similar signs to when Braca has some of those dreams as to what Ebron just went through. Understandable. So uh, almost like a torturous nightmare. Okay. Agard, being Agard, would just go to Ebron and kind of put his hand on your shoulder and, brother, are are you okay? You didn't seem to sleep well. I didn't really sleep much. Um, is there anything that you may... Katie actually makes a delightful, calming tea that has helped me some. Um, if you would like to try that. if just I don't mean to pry, but you seem to. Ebron's not going to BS Agard. And I'm going to tell you... And and I'm gonna pull Agard off to the side and tell him in in Sylvan because that's the mm-hmm. the common language yep. that we speak. And he's gonna tell him I saw her. So you saw the hag we dealt with at the house in your dream. Yes. Don't. And I would prefer if, of course, no one else in the party knew knew just yet. Can Hagar, since he does, has people do have a history with these hags, can he roll a history to see if he remembers, you know, any talk of them inhabiting dreams or anything? So what Agard <clears throat> remembers from it isn't necessarily anything specific like that. It's more that they're a coven. It's right. not necessarily what their capabilities okay. are, okay. but definitely that they are a, an ancient coven mm-hmm. that goes back. Back to or beyond when Agard's people crossed from the Feywild to the current Got uh, material plane. Okay, okay, understood. All right, I, I, I will of course keep your confidence, Abron. Um, if I'd, anything else happens, please let us know. Um, I don't want to worry the others because this could just be her taunting me. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to make anything of it until until I absolutely have to. Yeah, my only fear would be that somehow she is tracking us. So she uh, told she told me she knows who I'm with, and he's going to leave it at that. And his reasoning for telling Agard is because of their previous mm-hmm. conversation about the hags. So you had this conversation in Sylvan, right? Yes. 
Okay. If you are able to speak to her in your dream, you tell her to come and find me. I will. And Sylvan, you both just hear, So, who's she? (laughs) Alfred. Alfred, it is not kind to listen to conversations you are not a part of. And Alfred drops his invisibility. You guys walked right up to where he was Mm -hmm. and stopped and started a conversation. So while he was laying there watching. So he's just like. So Agar would be like, oh, I'm sorry. We did not mean to encroach on your sleep. I'm I'm sorry. I wasn't wasn't trying to eavesdrop. You guys just walked, I mean, right up to me. Yes. Alfred, I I apologize for that. I I didn't know that you were resting here. Can you please do us a favor and keep this to yourself? Sure. Sure. Yeah, and we will we will fill you in later. Nope. But we oh. should get on with our day. Okay. Um. We. I feel like. I mean, it might not be important. It might be important. I don't. I don't know what you guys were speaking about specifically, but I feel like um. The pole where we were headed, it feels stronger. I don't know if because like as we get closer, like it feels stronger or what. But I, I feel like um. We're on the right track, but we're not we're not very far from the next location, I think. And as he starts to look around, um, everybody make a perception check. Whoa. Agar got a twenty six. Seventeen. Twenty one. Eleven. So if you got a ten or higher. Katie's not the worst. <laughs> because it's it's not if you got a tenor higher, he's kind of looking around, and you do feel like something's off as you look around. Something's different. And Alfred starts to point out trees that are 20 to 30 feet beyond the ones close mm-hmm. to you. Okay. And he approaches one and kind of waves everybody with him. And as you're looking at these trees, you see this purple type of energy start to kind of pulse through it and Alfred kind of approached it he goes I I think this is what it does is it reaches out and starts to suck the life from things I think we might be close to where it is with and uh, I don't know how this would go but since Agard is of the Fae mm-hmm. you know does does he feel anything you know is he able to I'm not saying he's going to be able to as sensitive as Alfred is but does he I would say he's starting to feel uncomfortable, uneasy, okay. like the balance of life and death is being okay. affected here. Gotcha. Okay. It feels like much more negativity and much more death than life, and the balance is off and it's tipping in the wrong way. Okay. Alfred, can you see if you can find the the source if we are so close? Yeah, of course. Um, you, just, you just want me to, to fly out? Whatever is best. What are you would like to do? Um, sure, sure. And you guys see as Alfred like starts poking trees because there are some small <laughs> ones and bigger ones, and he starts to climb and he finds one that will hold his weight, and he kind of starts to climb up to the top before he kind of jumps off and starts trying to fly up because mm-hmm. um, he is still learning to fly. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> it takes about ten fifteen minutes before Alfred returns. Do you guys? 
want to have conversations around the fire before he gets back or anything like that? Um, Braca was, when he woke up, making his just experimental elixir. Okay. Um, he got a potion of boldness since I rolled a four. Nice. Wow. Um, but after he's, like, done with that and, like, after, like, waiting for Alfred to return, um, Brock is just going to, like, look at um, Ebron and, like, gesture for you to come over. Like, he's still, like, looking down, making the potion, and he's just, like, gesturing for you to come over. I'm going to kind of arch my brow and walk over slowly. And what is it? Um, so Braca, he's um, like about to finish it. Um, like he's putting the final touches on it and like it's he's like putting it in the vial. When he mm-hmm. puts it in the vial and like drops this little like capsule thing in it, there's like a plume of like orangish smoke that comes out the top. And he like puts a cork on it really quickly and the bottle kind of like shakes. And he's like, I think it's good. Um, here you go. Thank you. What is it? Uh, something experimental, I think. What exactly does it do? Um, it should make you more essentially kind of boost your confidence in a fight, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, a confidence boosting boldness thingy. Um, if we get in a fight, I'd use it then. doesn't really last long. I don't think it is experimental again. But I just saw that you didn't have a good night. Um, so I feel like I should give this to you. I, I, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Outside of game, what is that to you? Um, drinker can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to every attack and saving throw they make for the next minute. Nice. And so it's like, it's like bless. And what's it called? Uh, boldness. Potion of boldness or whatever. Is Katie doing anything or just doing her normal morning routine kind of? Yeah, she's just doing her normal morning routine, meditating. Um, I'd say she'd make a calming tea just for anyone who needs it and has it kind of ready and available. So when you guys walked off, did you guys like, were you guys like trying to hide the fact that you were walking off or not? I don't think so. Cause we were speaking Sylvan. So okay. it's like when you guys have your, um, draconic conversations, it's the same thing. It's not a sneak over here and okay. look around. It's just say, right. we just go off a and private conversation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all. Right. Um, and then Agard, um, need to ask, but, uh, Agard, <laughs> Agard's looking for a specific type of tree. Okay. Um, he's looking for a sumac tree. Okay. So, you want to roll for um, that? Or? Yeah, let's roll and... Investigation or... Let's do investigation and you've got to get over a 12. How is a 19? Okay. <laughs> Great. Too high. You don't see it. <laughs> you find you one. right past it. Okay. So, I'm going to pull some fresh leaves from it. Mm-hmm. And then just put them in my pouch, and then continue to look for my normal. Okay, that that's something specific that to a new spell he has that he wanted to roll a um, d six. Is it just does the spell need one leaf? Yeah, this is okay, one, yeah, uh, roll, it says leaf of sumac. So roll a d six. Five. You get five usable sumac leaves. Cool. Thank you. Yep. Probably afterwards. Um, since I probably that probably took Bracca maybe five minutes to make, he's he's just gonna pull off the mask and start messing with, uh, with it again. I'm sorry. 
if I can just real quick, Agard, since the two of you, since Katie and um, Brock also collect things like for your teas and for your, you know, experiments and stuff like that, I'm he will show them the sumac leaf um, and say, I'm going to say they're not, every tree is on a sumac tree, so, you know, if right. you can find one. If you come across trees with these leaves, you could, you know, let me know. Oh, um, okay. I would appreciate it. Of course. So. so about 10, 15 minutes pass. You can hear, you can't see him because he turned invisible when he went up, um, but you can hear the crackling of branches and you can see the tree that he jumped off of start to shake and make noises and crack as he comes down it. And then he drops his invisibility when he gets into the trees and he's like, okay, so I think I found where it might be. Okay. Okay. Can you okay. take us there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's that way, and he just like points in a direction into the woods. He's like, "But um, it took me like ten, fifteen minutes to get to by air. I don't, I don't really know. Are we wanting to stay under the trees? Because if we are, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to. We'll stay under the trees. You're just not learning to fly, so okay, not take the risk. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is I don't, I'm not, I'm not super comfortable flying with people yet. Um, I, w- I wouldn't want to land on somebody. Like I, I, I kind of destroyed those pens. I still feel bad. So we I fixed don't... them. You shouldn't feel bad anymore. Yeah, you were a great help fixing those. You should not feel bad. Thank you, but it, it's still, you know, it, it was unneeded destruction. I don't, I don't like to do that stuff. Um, but we, we could go through the woods this way, and um, I can kind of fly up and meet you guys near it. Sure. That sounds like a plan. Let's go ahead and head that way. So he gets back up on the tree and kind of takes off up. But he stay. He tries to stay as close to the trees as he can so you can see him as you look up, just at his shape. He doesn't go invisible this time because he wants you to be able to track him and follow him. And you guys um, can continue on for about 10, 15 minutes and you get to... Um, a strange ring almost is what it looks like in the trees mm-hmm. as <clears throat> they go from very abruptly from that purplish kind of vein you see to the trees are now losing all their leaves, turning black, and it looks much different than where you were with the hag coven or with the, the hag's house. Um, that had just started. This seems like it has been here for a little while. Mm-hmm. Make everybody make a, an insight check. Eighteen. Thirteen. Thirteen. Eleven. Braca, you feel like as you're getting closer, these trees, the amount of life they're losing. Seems like either this stone has been here longer or it is a larger stone. But it seems to have a much stronger effect than the one that you guys had recovered. Okay. Um, Did you say that Alfred is still like kind of near us, but is still... Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to yell up to him and ask him, um, did you track and see how large that... Or from the edge of where we saw those purple veiny trees did you track and see how deep you had to go to find the crystal we're we're pretty close 
Okay. Was it like a pretty big area though? He kind of flies up a little bit and comes back down and he goes, um, well, the trees kind of thin out. There's a, a small opening with one big tree in the center of it. And the, the larger tree doesn't look like the rest of them around it. It looks like something is helping it fight this stuff off. But all the trees around it seem to be dying. Is the large tree the center is the stone at the the large tree? Do you think? I don't. I don't really know. Where is the large? Can you point to the where the large tree is? And he's gonna point. He's gonna be like, ah, oh, it's like I don't know, a couple hundred feet that way. You're not far from it. I say we go. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just gonna like look at a look up to Agard and say, um, I fear it may be a much more potent crystal than the ones we've collected so far, since. I mean, look around. Mm-hmm. Either it's, you know, like I fear it's either more potent and it didn't take long for this to happen or it's just been here a while and people didn't notice. Okay. I think that large tree is probably our best bet to begin. Mm-hmm. You, your people come from the wilds and the forests. Mm-hmm. You start to pick up as you guys continue walking what seems like strange movements from the trees. Mm-hmm. Almost human-like movements. But when you turn to look at it, it seems like it's just a tree. Nobody else picks up on that. Just just you start to notice it. Can I do a history check to see if I know what it could be? Yeah. Okay. Um, could Baraka, real quick, get like a dagger and chip off like some of the bark on like the blackened trees? Yes. Okay. Natural 20. So 22. You remember hearing of shepherds of the forest called dryads Mm -hmm. that look similar to trees Mm -hmm. that usually are found protecting the trees. The ones that you see moving Mm -hmm. typically are ones that have that purple pulse, Mm -hmm. that purple and black pulse going throughout it versus just the trees that are now just black. Okay, and do I feel as though the the ones that I recall they they were not purple? They were not purple and black. Do what I know because I got a natural twenty. Mm-hmm. Is there a language that the dryads speak? Yes, they speak Elvish and Sylvan. Okay, so. You, uh, can I, I don't know if I want Agar could do something or he had something else planned. I would say you remember your mm-hmm. grandfather mm-hmm. and your, your father showing you and introducing you to some of these dryads from sure. the north. Yeah. And you do remember and recall that they would speak to them in Sylvan. Okay. Um, is there anything? Well, okay. And so in Sylvan, Agar is going to kind of step forward. And I'm going to look back at our group and say, I. We're not alone. There are creatures that I have encountered before in the northern forest. I want to see if I can speak to them really quickly. So Agard steps out and just says, um, in Sylvan, um, something along the lines of Dryad Brothers, I am Agard of Homewood. If you would, we mean you no harm. We mean your home no harm. Please come and speak to us. Bar- 
Mm-hmm. Why? Why is Agar talking to a tree? You get no response. Oh, I, I, okay. I, I mean, I think that's something the druids do. I think. Okay. There are creatures known as dryads here. They protect forests. Are they? They are not responding to me, and they are of a color I am unaware of. Okay, so just more clarification. So there are black trees, like just completely blacked out trees. They're completely and... almost like charred looking trees. They're still, they don't, they don't flake off like charred trees would when they're burned. They're just that black right, color. Yeah. Yeah, rot almost like a mm-hmm. yeah. And there's the trees that are still black but have the purple pulsing through them. And they have like a purple pulse through them, okay. yes. Okay. Um Braca is gonna ask Are they do they look like these trees? And he's gonna point back at the completely blacked out ones or those and they they appear to be purple. They, they seem to have the, the same veiny stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if maybe they are infected in something. Those that I've encountered in the north were very friendly. And well, looking at the just blacked out trees and these, it looks like the blacked out ones are completely lost. Maybe Mm -hmm. just beyond recovery, and the ones that have the purpley weird stuff in it, they're they can maybe be saved, Mm -hmm. but they're in the process of getting. Like corrupted or rotted or whatever term you want to use. So wait a minute. I want I want to make sure I'm understanding. These are not trees. They're creatures. No, there there are trees. There are creatures amongst the trees. They just look like trees, or they they look <clears throat> so. Agard would know. Right. Thank uh, you. I'll, I'll let you pass it along. <laughs> thank you. But they look very similar to trees. Right. Um, I don't know if you're going with blight they or are, dryad. So, no, yeah. they're dryad. They're yeah. able to blend in with trees. Okay. Basically, mm-hmm. they, they can use trees to travel. Um, so they'll pretty much just form against <clears throat> it, almost like, um, what's the spell? Meld to stone or oh, whatever. Right. Okay. Right. How somebody can go onto a brick wall and like meld in. That's right. pretty much what yeah. dryads can do, but with trees. So they are not blights. They are not treants. They are... Mm, they're dryads. They are so dryads. They're, they, they are like tree people. Okay. Um, but like they can move, but if they use a tree to travel, that tree is still going to stay there. Right. They just disappear from that spot and reappear where the other tree okay. is type of thing. Um, I fear they may be corrupted if they are if the, the same color. I mean, if I don't know how much you know. I, I'm ignorant on this topic, but if they're sentient life, like they can think for themselves and everything, if they're being corrupted, their minds might be addled. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's... I mean, we can try and communicate, or you can try and communicate with them. I don't know if there's a point to it, though. Yeah. I I, I, I have, and, and they did not respond, which is unusual. Now, these are not the same. I'm from the north, so they may react differently to strangers here. I I would say that we should all proceed, proceed with caution. Do not draw weapons, but what are be the, ready. What are the chances that if they actually communicate back to you, that they won't attack us in this get this state? No, there's no way to know. Yeah, I I do not know. Again, these are they are reacting differently than those from home. Again. Just to make sure that I'm clear, the trees are things. 
don't touch the trees. No, the trees are trees. There are creatures amongst the trees who can meld into the trees. Yes, now or, I'm lost. or camouflage with the trees. Yeah, they they look like trees, but they're not trees. But they look like trees, and they can travel through trees amongst the trees. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's what I got. Um, okay, I'll tell you what. I'll be right back. I'm gonna I'm gonna scout ahead, and you see him go invisible, and Alfred takes off. Thank you, Alfred. Brock is gonna like say to Agard. I don't know if you'll like it or not, but we may just have to put these dryads out of their misery if there's no point, if there's no bringing them back from this corruption. If, if, if we must, we must. We cannot allow this to spread. Sure. If we could find a way to fix it, then by all means. But if mm. we can't, I mean, Understood. I feel like it's better for us to put them out of their misery so they don't have to suffer like this anymore. Understood. So... It's like a tree with any tree with a disease. Sometimes you have to cut away a limb. So. Indeed. And y'all got on me for wanting to put someone out of their misery. <laughs> well, well, just the so way you know trees about. have creatures. Just, just throwing that, that out there. And they're being attacked. Are, do we think that their power is being pulled? Like something's pulling we, like we their don't. essence? We, well, something is sucking the life out of this area. I feel similar to what we have seen already with these stones. So I think we should proceed to where Alfred said the large tree that seemed unaffected is and see if maybe this is some sort of mm. like the, the house where we found the hag and Ebron. Maybe this is some center point of something else. But I think we should continue on. Just be cautious. Okay, well. I'm following, I'm following your lead. Okay. Are you guys pushing forward or are you waiting for Alfred? No, we're pushing forward. Okay. He can find us. As you guys um, continue to push forward, you guys notice that the trees, the density starts to get less. <clears throat> so it's not necessarily a clearing, but there are different areas where trees once were that are just stumps. Um, but there's still quite a bit of black trees just kind of around and sparse and and spaced out. When you say stumps, do you mean stumps where a tree was cut or stumps where a tree is just deteriorated? More of they fell over. So it's still the stump, but it's not like somebody cut it down. It's like it had fallen or something. But there is no sign of the actual tree that fell. There's just the stump there. And Agard's um, passive perception is... um... 18. Okay. Oh, yeah, my thing... Yep. Um, so I, if, if I can, if he can just kind of, he's going to be kind of hyper aware knowing oh, yeah, that they are there. So That's how you notice the dryads. Oh, yeah. I, I rolled stealth for them and I rolled a 14. Okay. And then I think it was 13, 13, and 10, and then mm-hmm. yours was 18. So, yep. um, <clears throat> Yeah, so we continue on to the, where Alfred's at the large tree was. As you approach, because you're actively looking for this, I'm going to have you all roll um, perception checks. That's a nat one. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Not, not bad, but I only got a 12. Agar got a 12. 15. There you go, Katie. 17. <laughs> nice. You guys are, are on the lookout. Braca is jumping at every branch snap that you hear. Know. Thinking it's a dryad. Um, I'm, a, I'm a little person. I'm a big warrior. One thing <laughs> that Abrone that did is since his swords are in individual sheaths, he actually moved one off of his back onto his hip 
and he's got his hand on the hilt, so if okay. anything comes at them, he can pull it immediately. Right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, you guys don't see anything. Um, after it was brought to your attention, you do hear different creaks and, and movements and that, and you swear you see movements a couple times, and you look, and you're not sure if that is a dryad or if it's just a tree. You don't see any facial features. You don't see any eyes. You do notice some purple pulsing in some of the trees, but they're not moving. So they seem like they're they're still. They don't seem to be living. As you continue going further in, you get to the clearing mm-hmm. that Alfred was talking about. The clearing, as you get there, it's roughly 30 foot by 30 foot. And there is a massive tree in the center growing up. It is 10 foot diameter trunk coming up. There's a, an absolutely massive tree in the center of all this. And as you start to look and you approach, how do you guys walk around this clearing? You've come out, you can see where it kind of opens up. You're not quite at the entrance into the clearing. You're about mm-hmm. five, 10 feet back. Mm-hmm. Do you move to the left or the right as you're moving around or are you going straight towards the large tree? Agard, well, I don't know what direction he would go. Agard would stay, seeing there is a clearing, stay a little bit back in what trees there are mm-hmm. and move around the perimeter of the tree to try to observe as much as he can. So maybe five feet in the tree line. Okay. You wouldn't just step out in the open. Is everybody just following? I don't know or? what I don't know what direction though, so I'll, I'll just roll for I mean Okay. Odds evens. Okay, he goes to the right. Katie's still having trouble understanding the creatures and trees and all that so she would just follow Agard's lead <laughs> she wouldn't be daring to and I'm sorry Agard only has I mean he doesn't know how else to explain no. what they are so no that's fine um I rolled even so I would go the uh the opposite way to see what I could see on the other side and 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 like Agard I'm gonna stay back in the tree line as well from the entrance, how far is the entrance like? Entrance to the big tree. So the entrance of the clearing is about 20 feet from where you are to where the tree is. Because it's about a 10 foot diameter. So it's a it's a big trunk. Oh, okay. So it's not a, like a huge opening either, right? Right, no. Okay. Uh, no, if it's 30 feet and it's 10 feet diameter, there's, there's 20 10 feet on either side. You know, basically buffer. Yeah. If it's, you know, circling around. Uh, Brock is just going to walk up to it. Okay. He, he just wants to get in and just try and investigate it. Just, I mean, I see that these three are like hanging back and investigating from a distance. Sure. Somebody has to maybe act as either bait or just walk up to it oh and investigate it. Bait is fitting. So <laughs> as, as you approach the tree, the other two kind of do a maneuver to go around the side. is, while he's approaching, like kind of getting in like... Uh, kind of like a running stance slash like trying to be careful walking up to it. So he's like partially mm-hmm. like on all fours, lizard like running mm-hmm. up to it. I'm gonna say, does Katie know that he left us to go towards the tree? I think she would be shocked. Okay. Like she'd be standing where, how I envisioned it, mm-hmm. I should say. Yeah. Is that we're kind of all together walking up and then making these decisions. And she automatically was like, I'm just going to follow what Agard's doing. And maybe didn't quite notice 
that Baraka would have been just sure. like, let's go. I, w- I wasn't trying to be quiet about it either. I was just right. kind of like walking. But then Katie would be like frozen. Like, what is he doing? If if I like, I'll at one point I'll probably like turn back to like Agard and Katie and Ebron and just um, kind of wave. Yeah, pretty, pretty much <laughs> just 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 like like toothy smile and wave. <laughs> so, so, like, I'm just arching my brow yeah. like. My hell? eyes would be super big and my mouth yeah. somewhat open. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you're, Katie you're about to break cover and go I know. get him. I'll, I'll give Katie like... a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Agard, as he, I'd say he makes it, I'd, let's say, unless it, 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 this interrupts what you're doing, like maybe a quarter of the way around from where they started. You could jump right. out there. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't and do anything then else. What? So. Agard, <laughs> as you get to about a quarter of the way around the mm-hmm. right side, Ibron mm-hmm. is about a quarter of the way around the left side. And I'd say we're kind of probably tracking each other as we're you going. You two both would start to notice that it looks like there is a black, almost like vines and roots of a tree coming out of the ground mm-hmm. on the other side of the tree. Mm-hmm. And as you continue around and you get to about a quarter of the way, you notice... Shimmering blue, purple, and pink scales. Okay. Yeah. Underneath those vines. So Alfred. Alfred's been trapped by the tree. Alfred was hit with entangle. <gasps> okay. Son of a... Okay. Of course Alfred would get us in this mess. All right. <clears throat> and Braga. roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> no. You notice it, okay. Braca, um As he's getting closer, and that's on our. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Real quick, just so you know, yeah. And that's on the side where Katie and I are. You, you so, both can see it as you move around. Well, if there's a quarter, can see we can't well. see each other then. Right, as you guys are coming up, you guys are okay. You guys are blocked by the tree, but mm-hmm. you can both see the vines holding down. Okay. Um, okay. What well, looks to be Alfred? Okay. Um, when Brock is getting closer, he's gonna um, pull out just like a vial of acid. Not do anything with it. He's just going to pull it out. That's fine. That's okay. <laughs> Roll a... Oh, okay, this says the Dryad's innate spellcasting ability is Charisma. Spell save DC 14 is entangled. Isn't that a strength save? Mm-hmm. So is it still a DC 14 strength yeah, save? Okay. Oh, I want to make sure it was strength, save. not charisma. Because yeah. it says charisma no. on here. And I was like, <laughs> no, that oh doesn't. Oh, my god, That means something else. Um, I got a... I got a are you, if you're doing and I got a one, I got a two minus one. Okay, but you didn't get a natural one. No. So as you approach the tree and as each other party starts... Uh, members of your party as they went to flank... They start to see and notice Alfred. Those same black vines all of a sudden shoot out of the ground and grasp and pull Brock into the ground. And that's at that point we will roll for initiative. Oh, my God. Pull Brock to up. the ground, not pull underground. Right. To the ground. Gotcha. Down to the ground. Okay. Agar got a 15. 19. 16. 17. 14. So, Braca, what did you roll for initiative? 17? 17. Agard, you said you rolled a 15 for initiative? True. Ibron, what did you get? 19. Is that your roll or with your dex added? That's with... 
What's your What's your roll? Uh, it was a fifteen, and then my dexterity was a plus four. Where do you go with that, Katie? What'd you get? Sixteen. Nice. Mm. Ooh. We love when the DM makes that sound. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Blossom. Did you hear it through the mic? So sorry. <laughs> I just hear this. <laughs> so you guys see as um Braca is pulled to the ground by these vines. Everyone on the outside hasn't quite been noticed yet. So you notice as these vines come out three three of these trees that have the purple and black pulse throughout them step out from the black trees closest to Braca and begin to approach. This is where we're going to end this week's episode. The party has followed Alfred and his connection with these strange purple stones. The connection has led them to a mysterious area in the woods with trees that pulse bright purple under their bark. Alfred flew ahead to scout for the group while the group pushed forward slowly and came to a clearing. As the party advanced along the tree line of the clearing, Braca decided to approach the tree head-on with a vial of poison in hand. As Braca reached the large tree in the center of the clearing, Agard and Abrone noticed Alfred trapped motionless under black vines. Before they could shout out and warn the others, vines shot up from the ground, grasping Braca and pulling him prone. Thanks to all our listeners and friends and fellow adventurers for joining us on this journey for our party. If you enjoy our show, please tell a friend or two about the show and have them follow our cast and crew on Instagram. The links for each member of the show and our artist that does the cover art are in the episode description. If you or someone you know loves our show and is feeling generous, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber as well. The link to our Patreon page is also included in the episode description. Last but not least, tune in next week to see how the party navigates this situation they find themselves entangled in. Will they free Braca in time? Is Alfred alive? You'll have to join us next week to answer these vital questions. Well. You know what? You know what would be fun? <laughs> no. At least for me. Oh, playing D&D. <laughs> Having you guys get involved in a rap battle playing D and D, you guys got to write what? your own verses and battle what about with people. Me? It looks like I can what? literally be sound so here. Bright. I didn't say it was fun for you guys. I said it was fun for me. Right? Oh well, wait a minute here. See, this is why we need to know what's going to happen ahead of time so we can plan some things. I'm not great at improv. See you in the future. Yeah, about? I was about to say we're all actually pretty good at improv compared to most people. So not rap battles. <laughs> Okay, well, no one's good at that. Yeah. <laughs> We're not Eminem. Even Notorious Ginger over here, who thinks he can win a rap battle. The Notorious G-I-N-G. Uh-huh. Huh. The Notorious <laughs> Ginger. <laughs> I got you, Red. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it.
that. I love it. So. Oh, word. Old slow ginger. <laughs> slow ginger. Jinx. 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 <laughs>